Welcome to OB Boss Babes, where we showcase female entrepreneurs, working professionals, community builders, and local makers and creators. Our podcast is all about babe supporting babes, learning about community builders, and of course, female empowerment. Get inspired to the only podcast in the Ottawa Valley that showcases local babes in our community and join our tribe of boss babes where everyone is welcome. Hey, it's City of Pembroke Councillor Christine Reevy. Pembroke is slowly reopening, and once again, no matter your age, budget, or interests, we've got a little something for everyone going on. See local events, programs, and catch up on what's happening by liking the City of Pembroke on Facebook or following at City of Pembroke on Instagram. And now that we are reopening, there are so many opportunities to continue to support local. Take a yoga or fitness class, dine in at your favorite restaurant, treat yourself at a salon or spa, and find everything you're looking for by shopping through our shops and boutiques. Experience the heart of the Ottawa Valley as it is rejuvenated over the coming months. Find more info on anything and everything you need at pembroke.ca. Hello, 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 and welcome to the OB Boss Babes podcast. All right, guys, before we kick this off, guess what? We are bringing her back, the Megan Evans. Megs, how are you doing? It's been a while. Good, Holly. I missed you so much. Thank you for having me on the pod again. So good to see you virtually. So good to see you too. I mean, both of us are working from home, living our best lives here. Like, I mean, in our sweatpants, in our sweatpants, <laughs> Lulu's. Um, for those who don't know who Megan Evans is, which I mean, come on, people, how do you not know who she is? But if you don't, Megs, can you kind of give everybody a little background and intro to who you are and what you all do? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I'm Megan. Nice to. Um, meet all of you guys. Um, so I am a videographer, a photographer. Um, I have my own business, Megan Evans Digital Media, where I do wedding videos, wedding photography, lifestyle photography. And I also work for Algonquin College. I do marketing and videography there. And then I work for the Pembroke Regional Hospital Foundation and I do marketing and videography there. What do you not do, Megan? Or what have you not done in the past? Like you do so much. I don't know. I've had so many different jobs that I, I know too much now. <laughs> I know everything. No. And you've had a busy year. How has business been? It's, it's been crazy, but it's nice that we're in like a kind of slow spot. I shouldn't really say that because I'm going to jinx myself, but I didn't end up doing like any Christmas photos this year. I was just too busy. So it's been nice to have like a few weeks where I only had a little bit of stuff to edit on my weekends, <laughs> so it's been nice, but I'm excited for 2022 because it's going to be really busy. Are you all booked up for the summer already? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> See, that I give kudos to all photographers and videographers who do take on weddings because that literally there goes all your weekends from, yeah. from June until September, at least. And then, and then, I mean, to throw on Christmas minis on, I'm really glad that you did take a break. And there are so many talented photographers out there who, uh, who do offer the Christmas minis, but 
like on top of, on top of weddings and everything. I don't know when you guys sleep or, or have time even to, to go to the cottage or be with your own families in the summer. I don't get it. I don't know. So true. Like I did definitely keep a couple of weekends empty. So I'm not going to take weddings on those weekends, but yeah, like I did the fall minis and I thought that Christmas minis, I would kind of leave to like the studio photographers that do like the Santa setup and stuff like that. I feel like there's enough people that do that. They got it covered. I'm going to take a little break for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Good for you. Well, Megs, the reason why I wanted to bring you back on is because you and I co-hosted Jenny Hodgson's episode with Milano's Pizza in Petawawa. It was so much fun. I absolutely loved that episode. It was just such a hoot. And you did such a great job co-hosting with me. And we did both talk about Pam McNichol from Shauna Fay and Church Street Flowers in downtown Pembroke. And you guys both plugged her. And so I said, you know, whenever we bring her on, we're going to have to bring you back. And so here we are. We love Pam. I'm so excited because I actually, when Jenny was teaching a class at the college and I was working there, um, Jenny brought in Pam to talk to some of the office admin students. And I didn't know Pam, but I immediately wanted to work for her. Like I had no experience with flowers or anything, but I was like, I love this woman. She's so cool. Like love her. So I'm so excited. That's awesome. Okay. Well, let's bring her in then. But before we do, let us start with our famous openings. So let's bring out her bio. So here we go. She's a floralpreneur who initially opened her gift store in downtown Pembroke, which quickly transitioned to a flower shop to serve the floral needs of the community. She has since opened her sister's store in Barry's Bay. And then get this guys in June, 2020, she expanded yet again and opened up another store in Barry, Ontario. This incredible hard worker, wife, mother, and friend to many is dedicated to providing extraordinary customer service and care with each and every arrangement that leaves every one of her store in huge smiles. And I mean, who doesn't love a beautiful bouquet? You will be greeted by the friendliest staff, the sassiest parrot, making your experience a special one. Please welcome Pam McNichol from Shauna Fay and Church Street Flowers in downtown Pembroke, Barry's Bay and Barry, Ontario. Hi guys. Thank you. It's great to see both of you and talk with both of you today. So great to have you on, Pam. How have you been? Um, busy, <laughs> tired, well, I don't know, all the things all rolled into one. Um, and really ready for COVID to be done. Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, we need to get to the other side of this, whatever that might be, just our new normal and just go there. And, you know, all the shifting has been um, necessary. And, uh, you know, I welcome shifting. It's what I do. I do it well. Um, but it's also exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about COVID because we're seeing that enough in the news with our latest variant and everything lately. And, uh, but we want to, we want to talk about you and your flower boutiques and everything else you've got going on. But before we do, Pam, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you are from originally, if not from the Ottawa Valley. So originally I'm from a small town in Southwestern Ontario called Palmerston. But um, my heart's always been in the Ottawa Valley. Uh, My entire life, my dad was a high school teacher and he was originally from Cumbermere and we had a family cottage there. So I have a lot of family, a lot of deep roots in the Ottawa Valley, um, specifically Madawaska Valley. Um, And I've always felt like this is, I have two hometowns. So Cumbermere and Palmerston were always equal. So 
Um, lucky for us, when my son decided to go to university, we said, hey, let's move to the cottage. And we're still here 10 years later. Um, what were you doing before you opened the flower boutique? The, the flower boutique came by um, my first primary and foremost um, mission, love, whatever, however you want to look at it, is um, I have a private practice. And everything that we sold at Chana Bay was directed around big feelings. Um, and I don't want to use the word sales funnel, but, um, you know, it gave me an opportunity to explain to people what I did. Um, so people would come in with a need, whether it was, I'm suffering from anxiety, give me some crystals or, you know, and it went there. And then um, to be truthful, I had received some flowers and thought I can do better than that. And they line up with what we do. So they line up with serving our community in regards to big feelings. So it felt like a very natural progression for us. Um, it, so it just kind of evolved from there. We thought, hey, let's give it a go. And here we are. All right. So we did stumble across your LinkedIn profile and we discovered that you're a personal development. I hope I'm saying this right. Alchemist. Oh. Alchemist. Yeah. Alchemist. I'm so bad with butchering words. That's so what okay. is, what is that? And how does this approach and process to self-improvement benefit people? So like alchemy could be the whole podcast. So um, in order <laughs> for me, it is, it's, it's kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to sell it short, but um, in order to understand what alchemy is, alchemy dates back to medieval times. So precursor to chemistry, a precursor to everything. So an alchemist in medieval times was somebody and then we're all familiar with the philosopher's stone or the elixir of life. And that was their two main goals, which create these things. So an alchemist would use salt, sulfur, and mercury to create these things. So uh, running that as a metaphor um, in our personal development, salt becomes our physical body. Um, sulfur would represent your soul and mercury would represent um, your, your mind. So using these three things, we call it the Trinity. And I've highly trained in um, body, body talk, Reiki master, a lot of energy work. Um, I've specifically studied neurology. Um, I have um, master's uh, neuro-linguistic programming, quantum physics and quantum linguistics. So taking all of these things, blending them together with the energy work, with the science, with the neurology, uh, it's very transformational and it helps people deal with trauma. Um, a lot of stuff that, you know, we can business coach, but at the end of the day, you can tell someone what to do with their business, but it's their stuff that gets in the way. So typically um, when I was business coaching, I came across this model. I did all these things, um, quantum change process, and they were so effective for me that I instantly began training in my early 40s. Um, and here I said, and I'm, I'm a lifelong learner, right? So for me, I'll take anything. If that works for somebody, I'll take it. And I guess operating from a kinesthetic, like a feeling level, um, it makes it really, you know, it's a very interesting way um, to support someone to become their best self. So do you actively advertise this, Pam? Like, I don't have to. I hate to say it. I have a waiting list. So I haven't dedicated time into building the brand. Um, which is January goals. Um, I, you know, created a specific modality. It's been very hard to explain to people what I do. Um, you know, oftentimes a client will come to me and I will know what they need. And we just do that. 
and they don't need to know what that is. A lot of people don't need the science of it. They don't need to know what just happened. They just know that they're walking away. Um, they've left some old stuff behind. They think differently. They feel differently. And you begin to see things when you lose those filters, you see things differently. But if you're not advertising or showcasing that this is what you're doing, how are people discovering and finding you? Yeah. So literally, Chana Faye became my sales funnel. Um, you know, we would have a workshop on essential oil. And we would start talking and then someone would call me from that workshop and then word of mouth. We do a lot of work with the military. Um, we tithe a lot into that community just because we can. Um, and it's been a really good culture to create uh, like right across the board. My staff, we operate from an energetic level um, in all of the stores. This is blowing my mind because I didn't know any of this about you at all. Yeah. This is crazy. So how many clients yeah. do you have right now then, Pam? And what's your um, waiting I've, list? <laughs> yeah. I have, so it's it's not, um, currently, I like to work in person with people. So COVID, like the pandemic has really been a challenge. I had to really do some work myself with my own coach on how am I going to do this online? What does this model look like? Will it be effective? Because I didn't believe that it would. I really, really like that in the room communication, the feeling in the room, um, People tend to be more vulnerable and open when they're out of their own space. So we've had to find ways, you know, and just shifting um, through that. But um, currently I'm working with, I have six full-time clients. Um, and in a perfect world, um, I would have maybe 12. But mm -hmm. I've got a lot of other balls in the air right now. So it's getting everything, you know, waiting for things to stabilize, which it may not. So I've accepted it may not. Now, in January, I'm going to work um, with my own coach to, okay, how do we move through this and get me where I need to be for next year? When do you sleep? Because this seems oh, like a well, lot. Well, you know, believe it or not, um, I, I don't a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to change. Hey, that's an intention and a goal. Like I, you know, I, it's, there's no badge for being tired. I don't say that I'm tired because it's, I'm wearing that like a badge. And I know some people do. That's not my goal. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be rested. I want to be done work every day at six o'clock. And I want to have that back. So yeah. this question, I am, I've been wondering this for a long time. Where does the name Chana Faye come from? Chana is uh, Gaelic and it means magic. Oh, and fae means fairy, so it's unseen. So basically, it's magically unseen. So that's what that name means. Cool. Oh my gosh, I've had yeah. no idea this whole time. I was like, yeah. that's a cool name. No, no. no. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's it's more in tune with the brand of energy, and you know what is looking back now had I worked with a branding or marketing consultant I may not have gone that avenue but um it's there and it's it's, it's an also an open door when people ask it's, an, it's a way for me to invite a conversation around my private practice right yeah, yeah. that's very true very true so what came first did, did Chana Faye and Church Street Flowers or did the Berries Bay location come first which one was first so Chana Faye came first okay and then you expanded. And then Barry Faye. So what made you want then to Barry. expand? Um, we saw a need there. I live close to there. Uh, there was a need there. Uh, expenses are lower there. 
uh, you know what, I'm, I'm a risk. Like I don't have ego wrapped up in my businesses. So if, if it doesn't work, I'll just shut the door. I don't care. So Pam, I'm, I'm like, curious though, because if you were living in, if you're living in Killaloo, mm-hmm. why didn't you want to initially open up a location in Barry's Bay versus going all the way to downtown Pembroke? Because the volume of people aren't there to support my practice. Gotcha. Right. So initially the goal was it, the flowers weren't in the picture at that time. Mm. Right. So the entrepreneur in me is like, okay, the flowers are a great model. Um, and, and I don't need to support my practice through these subsidiary businesses anymore. Right. My practice is taking care of itself. So now we can look at these businesses individually and say, will this model work in this location? Okay. So tell us the difference between the two stores then, Pam, because obviously at Shana Fay, you have the gift products with a wide selection of products from vendors across the Ottawa Valley and beyond. And then um, Church Street Flowers and Berries Bay are, it's mostly, well, at least it started out mostly just being floral, right? And then you kind of adapted like to both being gift shops. Am I right? Well, they've both always carried um, the same ish products. Um, you know, I might carry at one time we carried the urban gourmet when, when Tracy wasn't open in bricks and mortar in Pembroke. In that time, we carried that out of Barry's Bay. There was another retailer carrying it in Pembroke. Like there's, you know, small things like that. We try to support, you know, um, specifically women driven business in Renford County. Um, our biggest obstacle is between weeding out who's a maker and who's actually running a business. So what vendors can we all find in both of your stores? So we can find, obviously, Shop the Dog Shop, Loot Loot, Hazel. We support Hazel in everything she does. Um, Bumpy Road Studio, Mary Jo Levesque. Um, We support a bunch of women-driven businesses that we buy through a cooperative, um, not necessarily specific to Renfrew County. Um, Floor and Co. Candle Company, we support only because I own it. Um, uh, you and- own a candle company? Back it up. Back it up. <laughs> you just slid that in there like it's no big deal. I know. You make what? What? Yeah, so we have a candle line that we own. Um, we wholesale to other companies. Um, but specifically, it was while we were getting Barry Fay up and running off the ground. Um, we had a lot of time so let's why are we buying candles when we can train someone so I have a beautiful manager there and we had her trained in candle making and um she's our lead on that right now so there's nothing you guys don't do (laughs) there's nothing we won't do we we now that we've gotten busier um we are now outsourcing Pam you're making me feel so lazy (laughs) (laughs) um but like literally I mean it's just it's something that I do I do this I do it well and then it's like okay let's get someone else to do this and what am I going to do next and it really becomes that easy and when you empower your staff and you have you create a culture of staff retention and partnership um yeah and mutual respect right you know um I don't I've only ever had Hazel as my floral manager I've only had Charlotte. I've only had Richard. And my intention is to only have those people. And we work around different situations in their life. Sometimes they need more, even if we come in for half time for a little while. We want them to do them. And, you know, they're all have their own entrepreneurial things. So that being said, it, it makes it easy to do the things I do when I have the proper. I couldn't do it if I didn't have the proper people working with me, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, in your first location in downtown Pembroke, we could initially find you um, in your store on Church Street, and you also right. relocated in Barry's Bay. So what made you want to relocate to your new and permanent stores at both locations? Well, we just so grew the space. It, it was that simple. So we've also bought a uh, silk floral business when we're launching a rent and return line. So that's happened since we wow. bought Pembroke. So we're operating that out of there. Um, so there will be a bridal rent and return option. So what, a high... what's a return option? Mm-hmm. So we've created five different lines of um, bridal and bridesmaid bouquets out of the best quality silk products that we can find. For the bride that doesn't want to make the two, three, four thousand $4,000 investment. So they basically can come. We, they can show, we showcase the line. We can change it up a little bit if they want. And um, they rent the bouquets. They rent the boutonnieres. They rent the centerpieces. They do the deposit. And when they return everything in the same space, we give that back. Like logistically, you need to be a flower pro for sure to be able to make all Absolutely. And, and it just, you know, we set that intention. It's something we always wanted to do. And a lady actually approached me who owned a flower shop in Oakville um and had all of her silks and she caught it she had a home in Barry's Bay um in between Barry's Bay and Cumbermere and we were able to purchase all of her products to get us started and she's really good beautiful quality um products because the outsourcing was taking me so long you know with everything else I do trying to go down to the clock in Toronto and source these products mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. we always said this we're going to do this we're going to do this well this showed up and boom we did it so we're launching that in January. Um, it can be done. We don't, like we can, we can courier it. This doesn't have to be a product that you have to live in Renfrew County to use. Megan, I was going to say, I'm like, where was this when you and I got married? Cause I totally would have, I totally would have taken advantage of this. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't think anything really compares to real, but to have that option, like not absolutely. everyone can afford you know, a ton or should be shamed hours. because they can't. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. We, we operate from wanting to, we want everyone to have that day and have what they need to feel their very best. And, you know, obviously we want to sell you real. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. But when, when that's not an option and it quite simply isn't for some brides and a lot of brides avoid even coming into the flower shop because they don't, have access to the finance and I'm like that breaks my heart a little bit right Mm -hmm. so this was a great way for us to be able to provide a service and obviously you know we're going to generate some revenue with it long term and it also the time goes into one time one time we spend a lot of time to build out that line and now it just you know here you go Mm-hmm. I just think it's such a great idea for an alternative to flowers versus right. getting fake ones from like, let's say Dollarama or something that actually look and, fake and phony. Mm-hmm. And they're plastic. They're not silk. And they're, and you don't know what you're doing. Like mm-hmm. you still have to design that bouquet, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I would be in the dark. Right. <laughs> I you would not know right. what to do so far. <laughs> yeah, And we've, we've yeah, decided we no longer, like in the beginning of, of the store in Pembroke, we really went beyond our limitations so people would come in and say I want to do my own wedding and we would go to the there's a lot of work behind the scenes it's not just making flower making mm-hmm. like sourcing product I send you know I will spend two or three days negotiating the price of a carnation so standing order I'll take 
I think I take 600 a week between three stores. Oh my God. Um, just one little carnation, like imagine, but 30 cents a carnation when you negotiate that price, a lot. right? That's the business of what we do. Right. So, you know, that, that gives us a more profitable environment. So what happens because Here's what, here are my thoughts. So if everybody is renting boutonnieres and flower bouquets and everyone is mm-hmm. staying in different hotels, everyone's hung over the next day, people are piecing out, going back to, you know, wherever they came from. And the bride is now like wound up kind of chasing the guys for the boutonnieres, the girls for their bouquet. Like what happens with that? Like, are, is there going to be a- pay, they don't, Yeah, there, so there is a deposit that has to be left. And if it doesn't come back, there's a, there's a cost associated with that. Okay, so that really has to, that, well, we all know that that's going to fall on the bride because the groom's <laughs> not going to care. Yeah. The right. bride's going to be nice like, you get your that groomsmen. That is our money the, on the line. The cost of the boutonnieres isn't as high as the cost of the bouquets, right? Like, yeah. let's face it. And the centerpieces, right? All those girls must be staying down the hall so that they're not too yeah. far. Right? So it's like handed in at the door before you leave tonight. So, but yeah. That that's that's what happens, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that. Yeah. yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes next year. I'm not sure what that's gonna look like. Hopefully yes. Keep one. us yeah, keep us updated to see how many uh <laughs> how many um orders come back all in one piece and all together. Right. Um, but speaking of wedding flowers, Pam, how many wedding flower orders will you take on approximately per year? So I think we capped ourselves last year. We did um, just under 200 between all three stores. Wow. And that's max, that's max this out. So, so we're, we're, it's really busy and it's a strain on, um, you know, same as Megan, you know, it's a strain on our staff. And, the, you know, one of our biggest challenges has been, and I hate going back to the pandemic, is the staffing. Um, mm-hmm. Finding people to work has been really challenging for whatever reason so support staff has been challenging so our leads are we want to make sure we're not exhausted so um you know reaching out to them i mean i'm i'm down i do a wedding every weekend sometimes too um if it's between um you know I, i might you know the nice thing about designing is i can design friday in two different stores right and it's just about the commitment on the day of the wedding. So our biggest thing with customer service that we like to offer with our wedding is there will be a designer designated to your wedding. So if there's a 911, somebody is available to remotely come to you, make sure we can take care of what, what's going on. So your arch fell apart, let's say, and your pictures are in an hour. We want to be able to make sure we can get a designer out there to fix them. So that really limits um, how many we can take on. And I mean, we're, we're still talking about our open weekends. Um, I'm telling people if there's weekends you don't, that you need, we need to know now. So I think we'll stick at maybe the 180 to 200 again this year. Which is still a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) It's Um, not so bad though, when weddings have been Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, it's been actually, um, a relief to not have everything on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So roses are obviously the symbol of love and probably I'm I'm not going to lie. The only flower I know. (laughs) Okay. So why are roses so expensive and what's an alternative to roses that are still as beautiful, but like a little less pricey. 
So roses are so expensive for one reason, and they come from Colombia and Ecuador. The end. I I love a nice rose, like anybody else, but there's so many other beautiful flowers. So there are the landscape of of forestry in Ontario specifically has changed when cannabis became legal. So the growers that were growing all of the flowers locally here shifted into growing marijuana. It was sure money from the government. Um, it was just a different, no risk, right? So for them, great. For us, challenging. Now we're sourcing our flowers from Miami, from wherever, and you know, having a really good wholesaler that does all that for you is great. So, um, you know, um, we've now we used to deal with several wholesalers. Now we deal with Hoffland, which I believe is the best in them, Ontario. So we have a standing order of products that we use specifically designed to meet the needs to our online platform. And then we have a designer's choice element, which means whatever is economical and looking fabulous this week, we'll bring it in. So there's always something different in the cooler, but there's always people who really just want the standard, what they want, mm-hmm. right? And that might not be our jam for design, but that's also what the consumer says they want right mm-hmm. now Pam I kind of want to talk about the plants that you guys carry too because you're not just typical flower bouquets and and special no. arrangement flowers so what are some low may types of plants that have some great shelf life you know what the the lowest maintenance plant that anybody could ever buy is a peach lily um and I only know this because you might find this hard to believe. I don't water my own plants at home often. I something I forget to do. <laughs> and until they're, I'm like, oh, that guy looks dead. <laughs> um, so, but peace lilies can look dead and you can water them and tomorrow they look great. Really? Oh, so, yeah. Like, I don't know that you can actually kill them. I'm not going to, I don't think you can. Um, so, ferns are great if, if you have, if you're going to miss them. There's so many. Um, you know, most plants really and truly don't need as much as we think they do. Orchids, everybody says, oh, I kill orchids. Orchids are the um, easiest thing to take care of. Um, you know, uh, we have a relationship with an orchid grower who says, no, the ice cube thing is a lie. Take your, or- take your orchid once a week, plunge it in water, soak that bark, drain it off. That's all it needs. That's Amazing. good to know. See, yeah, because yeah, I was doing the whole ice cube thing too, but I kill all my plants, which is why, Pam, I own cactuses. <laughs> you can't you kill those. And when you do, they die a lot slower. <laughs> <laughs> I would never know. <laughs> well, I have two dead poinsettias sitting in the kitchen right now. <laughs> so Did you walk over only- here? But poinsettias don't need a lot of water, right? I didn't Very think little. so, but somehow <laughs> I still killed it anyways. I don't, we have two of them. One was supposed to be a gift to my mom. She's not getting it because it's dead. <laughs> Will you come see us? We'll hook you up with a replacement. We have some go. left. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Ottawa Valley Boss Babes podcast. We're going to hear from our sponsors, so stick around and we'll be right back. on being amazing boss babes. I am so proud to be a part of this group. My name is Jenny Hodgson and I am the owner of Milano's Petawawa, a 
dream come true. We are so much more than a pizza place. We offer subs, wings, poutine, and of course our famous homemade cheesecakes. Stop by or give us a call next time you're hungry. You won't be disappointed. The Township of Madawaska Valley is known for its natural beauty, heritage, culture, outdoor recreation, and exceptional quality of life for all residents and visitors. You can work, live, and play within our boundaries and enjoy the beauty your way. And they're excited to support small businesses. When you shop in Madawaska Valley, your dollars stay in the community. And did you know that for every $100 spent at locally owned businesses, $68 will stay in your neighborhood? Small businesses are at the heart of our community. Help them with more than just shopping local. Buy a gift card, write reviews, and send referrals to their door or website. Word of mouth is the best advertising you can buy and a great way to bring in new customers. It's time you visited Madawaska Valley to see if you too will stay for a lifetime. Hey Bombshells and Bombsters. If you haven't heard, the Bombshells Tattoo Crew has moved their big shiny new space in the heart of downtown Pembroke at 24 Pembroke Street West. Bombshells Tattoo Studio is an all-female owned and operated tattoo and piercing studio with a registered massage therapist on staff as well. With over 18 years in the tattoo industry, Liz, Carrie, Vanessa and Jenny offer many tattoo styles from traditional to watercolour, pointillism to trash polka and many more. Whether you're looking to commemorate a loved one, a pet, cover a drunken mistake or an ex-boyfriend's name, or just want to get a badass piece of art, they've got you covered. Julie is available for all your piercing needs, everything from the navel up, and also offers a wide array of massage techniques, from deep tissue to Indian head massage. They service anyone over 18 years of age and operate by appointment only. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Bombshells Tattoo Studio, their website at bombshellstattoo.ca, and in their new shop in downtown Pembroke. Thanks for tattooing local! Dragonfly Family and Learning Services, your local support for families with neurodivergent kids here in the Valley, and you're listening to the Ottawa Valley Boss Babes Podcast. All right, Pam, I'm going to bring up something that I'm sure you are well aware of because we all know that you can easily order flowers online, right? From florist companies like Bloomex or direct to florist and with same day delivery, sometimes cheaper costs and the convenience of ordering from your phone. We can see why some customers would rather order from an online Canadian company versus ordering from a storefront florist. But tell us, Pam, why it is important to support your local florist and how does Church Street Flowers offer a personal touch and tailor to customer specific needs and price points? Well, I think the first thing that people need to understand and we try to educate everybody is we don't sell flowers, we sell a service. So a Blue Max, the 1-800-Flowers, they sell flowers. So when you call us and you say, you know, can you deliver this to grandma by one o'clock and you know, um, we're that connection, we're that big feeling connection. So we can, we can curate this design based on grandma's needs. And you're going to speak to Hazel, whom this business supports Hazel, mm -hmm. whom this business supports Kelly and Dana and Charlotte and Ramona and all the people that we support. When you call Bluemax, they 
they take a hundred dollar order and they call me to fill that order for fifty dollars. So as a customer, your recipient is only re they take a half cup. So these companies then, are calling local florists. Absolutely, we call them order gatherers, and we won't do business with any of them anymore because every single time that we do, the customer is unhappy because they're not getting what they paid for. But we're not their like they're not my customer. Mm -hmm. So we're not living in the scarcity of needing that business that bad. It, it blows up in our face every time. People are very unhappy with what the recipient gets because it's not what they paid for. But now the customer is unhappy with Church Street Flowers. Mm -hmm. All right, Pam. Well, we need to talk about your wonderful staff and we don't necessarily want to play favorites here, but there is one customer favorite in particular that we do need to shine a light on. And we've name dropped her a couple of times now and that's Hazel. So your TikTok star. Hazel. Yes. <laughs> we love Hazel. We love Hazel. Hazel has been with me since the beginning, since long before, um, long before the flowers came into play. Um, I met Hazel actually at Michael's. I had a little side hustle called Paint with Pam, where I know, <laughs> where I established uh, the bulk of my relationships. My base was that's how I met Jenny Hodgson. Um, I did a paint at night at uh, Dynamics and. She happened to be serving that day and quickly transitioned into me doing paint nights for 50 people out of Oakland College every six weeks. So we quickly, um, you know, established that that is something we originally did in our first space. We had uh, paint events all the time in-house. Um, and that's how I met Hazel. She worked at Michael's and that's where I bought my supplies. So Hazel started to come. I'd say, hey, Hazel, come with me. That's fine. I just learned how to paint for Come and we'll do it together. And then we just evolved into, um, you know, energetically, we really aligned. And uh, she's just been with me. And we've grown ever since. I look at all these businesses, you know, uh, Hazel really has been integral. And, um, you know, she's fabulous. I, she's my right-hand man, for sure. Like, she's... Uh, She's pretty dynamic. She's um, we reduced her hours a little bit so she can uh, explore her entrepreneurial um, business with Shop the Dog Shop, and we want to support that. So, hey, we'll do what we have to do to make you know we can all win, and then we still operate from that place. So, you know, we definitely love Hazel Berry's Bay. We have uh, somebody I met once again at the store in Pembroke. Uh, Charlotte Cross Roke is her name, and she. Um, when she moved to Barry's Bay, I'd only had the store open for about six weeks there. And she had moved to Palmer Rapids and said, hey, I was in floral design for six years. And I'm like, come on over. So she was somebody else that we knew we lined up with. And in Barry, um, the store manager there and I have been best friends since we were in elementary school. We went to Catholic together. And during the pandemic, he was um, in the service industry. And we decided, hey, you never know, maybe we'll open the store. I said, let's get you trained as a florist. And when the opportunity came in Barry, he was um, right down to, he was ready to go. So we just, within 10 days, that store closed and we opened in the same location. We're wow. really fortunate. And I have great staff. Like uh, like I said, I could have operate from that same place. You know, Our goal is very simple in every store. It's just to get a new customer every day. One. That's all we want to do. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so for those that haven't met Sydney, fill everyone in. What can Sydney all say? And, and like tell people like what is like who is Sydney? Because <laughs> people might not know. And um, where can people find Sydney on on Instagram and in the shop? So Sydney has her own Instagram page. We love Sydney. I can't tell you what she says because I think this is a PG program. Oh, you can oh, drop. Um, oh yeah, no, we can we can put explicit. <laughs> Wow, then Sydney has the mouth of a fucking truck driver. <laughs> and she's so funny. Um, like, so funny. She's eight years old. She's very smart. And uh, we didn't really know a lot about African Grey Carrots when we purchased her. We purchased her to go with the Floral Cafe theme we had going on on Church Street. And she was a real draw, right? Um, so she came to us already with a extensive language and what we realized and what we quickly grew to learn is that parrots have the intellect of a five-year-old <laughs> and they do it's oh crazy so like for example if you go to pet her and she'll say no bite um what that means is i'm going to bite you if you don't get away from me oh my like god she tells you i'm going to bite you warns you <laughs> So if you get bit, I'm like, that's on you. You, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and she's, you know, she's sassy. She likes the boys. She's got <laughs> definitely her own personality. Um, she, when you come in the store, she's quiet. Um, when you leave the store, she doesn't shut up. When it's just like, it's crazy how loud she she is. Um, she loves all the people that come in. Every time we walk in and out of the, the walk-in cooler, you walk out the door and she'll say, how are you? <laughs> uh, but she talks she loves the boys she hears my husband's footsteps in the morning and she starts um calling for him like she's it's really interesting um she is going to go south for um the winter after christmas so she's going to go to the berry store just to give Hazel a little mental health break <laughs> um, she's a lot that's adorable so we decided we're she's going to go to berry and and share her joy there Aww. um she's so when you answer the phone, so like, we don't know when the phone is really ringing or not ringing. <laughs> so the only way you know is if she, if the phone rings and she says, hello, then the phone's ringing. But if the phone rings and she says nothing, it's her. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, like, like, legit, it's, it's, like a five-year-old doing prank phone calls. All the time. <laughs> and she's like, there's so many things like that. And she says so many bad words which I don't know where she learns them. Probably Hazel, <laughs> not me. Oh, yes, yes, for sure. Not you at all. <laughs> totally me. And um, so, you know, it's like really having to retrain. I don't have little kids anymore, so I have to remember what I'm in store. <laughs> well, I have to tell so, you, I feel like I go in for an ego boost every time I come in because I hear her whistling at me and I'm like, who's that? Like, who is whistling at fun, me? right? Yeah, I no, love it. Yeah, she's pretty fun. And she's good company. Like, um, you're never alone right and I think that's the other thing you know I, I often try to remind myself that my staff especially during times that we're just running normal business if there's one person in the store it's lonely mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you're working really hard and you're by yourself and you're only giving to people on the phone and you're not getting right so um it's you know there are days Hazel has said it's been nice to not be alone in the store mm-hmm that's a so, great idea. Be, I love the mental yeah. health break. <laughs> that's yeah. so cute. Everyone needs a little break. 
All right. Well, Pam, we have one final question for you before we move into our rapid 10. And I don't want to call out bad customers, but obviously this is something that many businesses do face. So how do you handle customer complaints about flower arrangements, not lasting long about prices or any other complaints that might come in? Um, but typically we just, we have a rule that um, the first time we deal with a customer and they complain, or we, I don't even ask them what's wrong. I just replace them. Mm-hmm. You know, if the customer's not happy at the end of the day, we didn't do our job. So we try to find out how we didn't do our job and uh, we fix them. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, um, there are some times that some, not everybody's going to be happy. Um, and we accept that as well. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, we do absolutely everything we can. You know, for the most part, we don't know how we, we assume that we're getting the highest quality product. Sometimes that doesn't happen. So we don't. We have all of our stuff refrigerated and cared for, but when it goes into your home, we don't know how it's going to perform. So sometimes it sneaks by us and we just replace it with new product. Um, you know, we have fired customers because it doesn't matter what we do. Um, they're just not, they've decided ahead of time they're not going to be happy. And we're not the florist for them and they're not the customer for us. Mm-hmm. And, and that gets to be okay, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we just can't give them what they need. So why force that relationship? Mm-hmm. I feel like so, as a but, business, I've had to learn that too, that like, not only are people looking at you for your, like their soulmate, you know, store or whatever, but you have to look at them as, are they your soulmate client? Are they going to be? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And people that we, you know, we usually know we've learned this, you know, people that call in and say, you know, our biggest pet peeve right now is people walking in off the street and saying, um, can you put together a bouquet? Absolutely. And, you know, what's your budget? $20. We can do that. There's no profit in that for us. And not that everything is about profit, but at the end of the day, everything is about profit. Like, mm-hmm. there, there yeah. has to be something, you know, um, not that we won't do it, but You're it's not, not what we do. <laughs> but it's not what we do. Um, yeah. So, We've had to really do some growth as a company and the culture of our company, I guess, that, you know, we have to be comfortable to say, hey, no, we have a minimum, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So we do offer a $20 option in our cooler at all times. We call them cooler cuties. We sell them on Fridays for $10, Um, you know, and people just, if you don't see the value in flowers, there are options and they're great options. Like grocery store flowers are great. We, they all come from the same place, okay? They're just not cared for in the same way. And they're not curated in the same way. Mm-hmm. But if that's your budget and you don't value flowers, then you're their customer, mm-hmm. not our customer. Yeah, yeah. You have to right? set the standard for yourself too. Like Absolutely. at the end of the day, like you said, it is about, you are a business and you do still have to make a profit for your time, your efforts. Well, I have to but pay people. Yeah, like, and to pay people. I have to pay, right? I have to pay rent and insurance mm-hmm. and all the, I mean, all the things that come on heat and, you know, the flowers don't cool themselves and the cooler breaks down and, you know, you have to sell a lot of flowers to make a profit when you're doing all those things. And you know, we're one of the few small businesses. We we have full benefits for our employees. Wow. You know, we want to take care of our staff. We want them to want to come to work. We want them to be well. We want to know if something happens, 
that we've supported them every way that we can, mm-hmm. right? And that's why it's so important. You know, there are a lot of small businesses operating from that place. Mm-hmm. And that's why like supporting a small business really supports, you know, the, the Hazel, the Charlotte, the Richards of the communities, right? Well, it's, I think it's just so important more than ever for employers to kind of take that necessary step in order to retain and keep their staff. Because we've learned, we've seen it's an employee's market out there. People can go anywhere or people can still stay at home and collect CERB. I don't know if that's still going on or not right now, but uh, I don't know. But anyways, it's just, you want to have a place now where you're targeting to the millennial and now the Gen Zs. It's not just about the pension anymore. It's about, you know, the flexible hours. I love that you said too, Pam, that, you know, you're kind of um, shifting Hazel's hours too, to accommodate her entrepreneurial leads as well, which I think is great. Now, you know what, you're going to have an employee that's going to stay with you while also kind of continuing on her own path as well. Um, instead of, right. you know, worrying about losing her. Mm-hmm. And honestly, not that I, I don't want to sound arrogant and I, I, um, and I hope this doesn't, but she gets to model, model my, the way I react in business. Right. And there's a lot of stuff that we can support her with when she asks for help. I stay out of it. I mean, I want her to find her own way and it's her journey for sure, but um, she can model, you know, come to me and model me or ask for resources or help or, and, and I gladly do that for her. Mm-hmm. You know, we want, we want the best version of Hazel in our store. That's how we're the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you right, also so let your staff kind of be creative too. Like, I mean, that's why, you know, she's doing the reels and the TikToks and, and right. she really gets to put that creative flair out there too. Absolutely. Other staff. Right. Absolutely. And that's, you know, you, you have to want to go to work and have fun, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Okay, ladies. Well, we are going to wrap this up and move into my rapid 10. So we're going to kind of tag team it a little bit more, but this time uh, it's going a little bit of back and forth between Pam and Megan. So Pam, let's kick this off with you. How often should you be watering your plants? Um, Every plant is different. Once a week is usually enough. Some are a little more, some are a little less, but if you take everything once a week and you put it in the sink and water it from the bottom up, give it a good soak that way, you, you typically can't go wrong. Megan, you should send her flowers if or when. Uh, I would be excited to get flowers for anything. <laughs> so anytime, Brad, if you're listening over there, send me flowers for whatever. I, we I know Brad anything. will. A gem, <laughs> Such a gem. I want a Brad. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Okay, Pam, your turn. Fill in the blank. The plant lady is the new. Oh, the plant lady is the new cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Megan, what are the top three major holidays people order the most flowers on? Uh, oh, okay. Let me think. Uh, Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Valentine's Day, Christmas, and Thanksgiving. Okay, so this is what Google said. Valentine's Day, Easter, and Mother's Day. <gasps> Mother's Day. Ding. I would have totally <laughs> forgotten about it, too. Is that accurate, Pam? Um, Mother's Day, hands down, does every... Uh, it, like, it, I can't even tell you. the diff- like, Mother's Day is Valentine's Day, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, all rolled into one. Everybody has a mother. (laughs) Okay, Pam, 
Where are your NSFW teacups and mugs from? And what does NSFW stand for? It stands for not safe for work. <laughs> um, and, you know, we have different climates. All of our stores are in very different cultural areas. So the teacups, we have some beautiful teacups. I laughed today when I was leaving Tambor Hazel and I think of this stuff and just make it. I bought a machine to make it um, because, you know, I have a very twisted sense of humor and I've loved seeing this stuff come to light our candle line you know we we push that edge for sure like the best teacup ever that was made I saw today and it's the most beautiful teacup and it just says plot <laughs> did you hear that Meg oh I missed it I, but I laughed okay say it again Pam so Hazel made the most beautiful teacup and I saw it today when I was leaving the store and it just it's lovely. It's so dainty. And on the outside in black, it just says plot. I That's love hilarious. that. I Can feel I like... submit like things that I would want on a cup? <laughs> oh, you know what? If we do custom stuff, talk to Hazel. I'm sure she's hooked you up. Um, the biggest it. challenge we have with that is that it is offensive to some people. And Barry's Bay is a very Polish Catholic community. So we had to identify areas of the store that were not safe for work. Um, just because we really, once again, want people to be feel safe and not offended. Mm -hmm. So that blend is, you know, it's been challenging. We don't want to alienate yeah. a customer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Megs, Shauna Faye offers wedding tip Wednesdays, which is pretty self-explanatory, but you're a new bride. So what's your wedding tip Wednesday? Probably just when you get married, um take him like a few minutes to like soak it all in because it goes by really fast and it'll just be gone and the other major tip that I have because I just got back my wedding video um get a videographer I'm not just saying that because I am a videographer but like it was like I cried when I watched our wedding stuff and it was just like all the stuff that I forgot that happened, I got to see it again. So it was so cool. So get a videographer, hands down. All right, right. Pam. How often do you get requests to make flower crowns? Um, so we have flower crown Friday. It's become a little superstition for us. So um, I spend my morning calling out to the stores and um, I will call Hazel and I will say, Hazel, the stores are slow. You need to make a flower crown and get out your wand. <laughs> so it's a little, <laughs> little game we play. So uh, we uh, we make flower crowns a lot. So now when the store isn't slow or business isn't coming, everybody just whips up a flower crown and puts it on and all the business comes. That's awesome. Um, okay, Megs, what color and type of flowers was your wedding bouquet? Um, white roses mainly. Um, mostly because that's the only flower I know. <laughs> and I just said, Hazel, just do your thing. I don't know anything, but they were gorgeous. They were. They were like so white. lovely. I'm a plain girl. I like white. <laughs> Pam, what's more high May, you or your plants? Oh, I'm totally high May now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pam, hard hitting. Last question. You know it's coming, but what is one local business that you think everyone should know about? Oh, well, obviously shop the dog shop for Hazel that we know we've talked about, but like I have the biggest girl crush on Shayla. Brecken. <laughs> Shayla Brecken? Okay. okay, like, right. She's everything to 
to the community. I mean, there is somebody that who is the true essence of empowering women. Um, that she's built a culture of that. She walks her walk, and not only that, she's very invested in. Um, I know she does a lot of corporate work, and I know that her business model really like she shines there. But also her her truth, her true core as a human, is one of the most beautiful people. Um, we have a real fun friendship. We get together. Um, and one of the things I absolutely love about her is at her core, she wants her community to thrive. Mm -hmm. And she sincerely operates from there. So doing all of the other things enables her to build that platform there. So, um, you know, uh, everybody should know about Shayla. Everybody should, if they can, work with Shayla at least once. Uh, what you're going to walk away from or walk away with from that experience will be, will be pivotal. That's such a great shout out because she is such a powerhouse. She's such a smart and intelligent woman. And you're right, Pam. She just really wants the best for rural communities. She's. And that's authentic. Yeah. 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 So come on. Right. Like when we, when we're able to find that level of authenticity with someone, like, um, you know, it's interesting to me, um, you know, when I speak, when I speak in front of a room, I take women out. Um, you know, you can see people start to become challenged because they think, well, I can't do that. Or, you know, um, uh, Sheila has a natural gift for not doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. So that, you know, kudos to her. You know, it's interesting, like, you know, we, we kind of say to ourselves in Pembroke, a lot of women in business, a lot of whatever. I mean, I have friendships all over the place, but I'm certain, you know, when you have a strong personality, um, you know, that, that confuses people sometimes. They, mm -hmm. they, you know, there's a difference between being assertive and aggressive, right? Um, and I am assertive. I don't have time to play games. And, you know, to, you know, that authenticity, um, it can work for you or against you. Shayla has defined the science and the art of it working for her. She's gentle and assertive and really from such a beautiful, authentic place. Like I have such a girl crush on her. I have to say it again. She is just the bomb. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, Pam, thank you so, so much oh, for being our guest for today. Me. This was long overdue. And I know you've it been was. wanting to come on for a while, but I'm so glad that we get to kickstart 2022 showcasing you and all of your businesses and everything that you're doing. So plug yourself away. Tell everybody where they can find all of your locations in person, where they Absolutely. can shop online and as well as your uh, Instagram handles and Facebook. Okay. So Jonathan uh, Church Street Flowers in Pembroke. Um, I think our website is pembrokeforest.ca, but obviously Facebook, Instagram is Jonathan Church Street Flowers. Uh, Barry's Bay is Church Street Flowers BB because apparently somewhere else in the universe there's a Church Street Flowers operating there. And uh, <laughs> Barry Flowers is Barry Flowers 649. We're at 649 Young Street in Barry, Ontario at Big Bay and Young. So we're, You're we're there. We're here. We're, yeah, and soon to be Canada. So that's, you know, to be continued another day. Yeah, Pam won't spill anything else on the Canada <laughs> location. So we're going to have to. We're going to have to prob her there in, uh, in well, the new year to find well, out. I'm more. ready to spill the tea. I'll let you know. As soon as we Please. dot the I's and cross the T's, but that's, that's our next venture. 
That's so exciting. Meg, I want to thank you again for coming on as my co-host. You killed it as always. And we need to bring you back again in 2022. So you just tell me who you want to, uh, who you want to interview with me and we'll get you on again. Oh my gosh. Literally anyone, Holly, (laughs) Uh, you know, I love to talk. I love hanging out with you. So anyone. Anyway, I'd love it. Megan is like the most natural co-host too. I literally like, don't even have to do any prep with work her. I don't have to do any prep work with her. I just send her everything her way and she just nails it. Like she's a natural. Yeah, she's <laughs> just a natural like- chatty Kathy. <laughs> Megan, tell everybody where they can follow you too. You can follow me, Megan Evans Digital. That's the name across the board, made it super easy. So just type in at Megan Evans Digital, away you go. I have a very basic name. It's also MeganEvans.ca. So it's very easy, very basic. And just type it in, away you go. We will be back next week with a new boss, babe. Ladies, thank you both so much again.